This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 246, submission number 2092, Lost in Translation, the Power Rangers Dino Thunder Bad American Dubbing episode. Lost in Translation aired on ABC Family June 13th, 2004. For the past almost 30 years, various companies have made a mint off of taking the already existing Super Sentai series in Japan, cutting it up, removing all of the ugly bits, recasting them as Americans, and airing it as Power Rangers. Well, it made everyone involved a lot of money. We're talking Saban, then Disney, then back to Saban, and now Hasbro. Today, we're going to talk about one particular episode, which is literally part and parcel for this week. It is called Lost and Found in Translation. And before we get into it, let's talk about basically the anatomy of a Power Rangers episode. You have the big bad creating a monster of the week, sending them to fight the rangers who are usually doing something totally not ranger-like and then they are summoned to transform fight the monster who grows into a 30-story version of himself they summon the zords they combine into a megazord they kill the monster and thus the world was saved and of course, all of the suit-slash-monster fights are based off of the Japanese Super Sentai. Dino Thunder's footage comes from Bakuryu Sentai Aba Ranger, or Blastosaur Task Force Aba Ranger. This being a landmark season of Power Rangers, of course, episode 500... Features Tommy Oliver getting kidnapped while the rest of the Rangers look at the history of the franchise. And 501 features Tommy Oliver getting his powers back. Jason David Frank has a lot of history with getting his powers back. Yeah, it seems like that. Well, later on in the season, we see, which I don't know if you would call it a pastiche of the Sentai genre or a tribute to it. But here is the general plot of the show. Connor has to create a report about a country and how they are different than America. Which is ironic if you think about it because by this time Power Rangers would be taping in New Zealand. Using a combination of American, Canadian, Australian, and Kiwi actors. Yeah, because this was at the point when Power Rangers was owned by Disney, right? Yeah, this was the second season of Power Rangers owned by Disney. And Connor, the Red Ranger, played by James Napier, has to make 
a report on how different countries are different from America. He chose Japan because, of course, he did. Maybe I should do a little bit more explaining. When a Super Sentai show is getting ready to be ported into Power Rangers, the people who are writing the show take a look at what they can and can't use and basically construct a coherent story based along that. There was one episode of Abba Ranger that it just seems like you could not make a coherent story about it. So Steve Slavkin, who, by the way, created the Nickelodeon show Salute Your Shorts, found a way in the form of a tribute to Abba Ranger and the Super Sentai franchise in general. So here's basically a brief synopsis of the plot. Connor and Kira are watching a new satellite system which picks up over 900 different channels all over the world, including Japan, where there is a Japanese show featuring, and now I'm quoting, the world-famous Power Rangers. They even dubbed it in English. Of course, this would be a separate episode, but this no-name episode features a baseball player, an American baseball player, going to Japan and playing, obviously, for the Japan Pro League, only for the money. He just wants money. Money, 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 money. Yep. And, uh, of course, this prompts the Blue Ranger to say how American athletes are only in it for money. They're only being greedy. And after a really, really bad curry, no, it sends the Black Ranger into the bathroom. That's how bad it is. The Blue Ranger actually meets both Wacker Wilson and the monster. The monster called Kaching is, and now I'm quoting, a mushroom, bear, and ATM machine combination. Connor is quick to note that that sounds absolutely weird. And Kira, played by Emma Lahana, who you would remember from the last season of Cloak and Dagger on Freeform, reminds him, okay, how many monsters have you fought before that looked weirder than this? So the Rangers go and fight the monster. And Ethan and Kira basically note that they're using their morphing call. And they just look at each other and they just say, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. Enter Wacker Wilson, who's watching the Rangers fight. And then the monster turns the Rangers into wig rangers. That is, rangers that are wearing wigs. The wigs make people be greedy. Yeah, because they all have like these ridiculous wigs, like in different. Yeah, colors. they're. Uh, it's all weird. It's all weird. And of course, Connor is watching, and he is thoroughly disgusted. 
basically wanting nothing to do with this show. He just says, this is what they think of us in Japan. Everybody tells Connor, calm your dude. Just watch the show and see where they go with this. So they do. And Wacker Wilson, turns out he's wearing one of those wigs. And the Blue Ranger runs into Wacker Wilson again and basically refuses any of his money. Wacker Wilson's just offering, here, here, take some money. Take it, take it. And Kenny, the Blue Ranger, is like, no, I don't want your money. I'm not like you. I'm a Power Ranger. Then he realizes he's wearing a wig. Wacker Wilson is wearing a wig. Oh, no, he's wearing a wig. Oh, no. So it's up to the Blue Ranger to get all the Rangers together and knock the teeth, the taste, and the stupid out of Kaching. By the way, Kaching is the name of the monster. But he buries the Rangers in enough money that they are almost suffocating. Now it's up to Kenny, the Blue Ranger, to get as much money as Kaching can throw at him and hopefully weaken him to the point where they can use their Z-Rex blaster to destroy him. Connor, watching all of this go down, is a little bit excited. And when I say a little bit excited, I mean incredibly excited. So having caught a rerun of that episode the next day, Connor has just enough to write his report, get an A on it, without getting too specific, Ethan says. And the rest of the Rangers' lives continue unabated. And um, that's basically all there is to it. In fact, uh, Greg, if you have the episode, you want to turn it on so I can... uh, guide you through it. So we begin with Ethan watching well, everything on television. Because Ethan's a bit of a dweeb. And Connor's there to remind Kira and Ethan of the uh, assignment. Kira sees something on television. It's the Red Ranger. And the Blue Ranger. Turns out this is the show about the world-famous Power Rangers, only it's uh, actually Bakuryu Sentai Power Ranger. Oh! And as you can see, their big bads are allowed to be sexy. So, only one way to find out where they're going with this, so it's time to watch us some Japanese shows. All right, this episode starts with uh, Curry at the Dino Diner. And I'll tell you right now, the episode that this episode takes the uh, gist of it from is called Abare Leaguer Bind. Rodru is making curry, and Yukito, the Blue Ranger, reads that Bucky Bonds, that's his name, Bucky Bonds, Gee, I wonder what baseball player they are talking about with that name. A famous American baseball player is not participating in the baseball season's opening game. And then Connor turns the TV off. 
Of course, that's what happens in the original show. But in the uh, Lost and Found in Translation adaptation, it's basically Wacker Wilson's coming to Japan to play baseball. Now we go to the Garden Palace, and Janu is upset that Chelia Knuckles is decided to ally with Asuka and the Abba Rangers, but Lee Jay confronts her by saying they will have other opportunities. Although, in Lost and Found in Translation, we have monsters arguing about who's in charge, and one of them is madly in love with the Black Ranger, who, for some reason, is named Ricky. Now, they're trying to create the monster that has the wigs, and the wigs are actually old-fashioned mushroom head hairstyles, or what we would call bowl cuts. And, you know, getting a bowl cut is basically a fate worse than death. Meanwhile, the Blue Ranger is making his curry surprise, and while they say it's almost inedible, Ryoga, or Ricky, actually says it's way too spicy. And he goes to the bathroom. True story. Just take one bite and you'll be hooked. Yeah, you'll be hugging a toilet is what you'll be hooked on. The original episode says it's too spicy. And Ricky goes to the bathroom to uh, Ralph. Ooh. Yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, owner of the dino diner says, I'll give it to my mother-in-law. Meanwhile, the Rangers just got an emergency alarm, and it's up to uh, it's up to the Rangers to answer it. And meanwhile, here's Wacker Wilson or Bucky Bonds or whatever you're whatever you're gonna call him, and Connor's just gazing in disbelief at a combination of a teddy bear, a mushroom, and an ATM. And right now we're introduced to Kaching. That's the name in Lost and Found in Translation. But in Abba Ranger, it's called Banku Mushroom. And he's throwing mushrooms all over the place, making people have these bowl cuts that will make them all greedy. And the Rangers make the scene. They use the familiar morphing call. And Ethan and Kira can't believe that somebody's using their morphing call. Now we get into the familiar Sentai roll call and pose. And yeah. And the monster's like, yay, I get to meet the Power Rangers. And now you guys get to meet these guys. Ooh. More fighting scene. And now Kaching, or Banku Mushroom, is imagining what these guys would look like with bouncy hair. Smash and bash and I'll pay you cash. Wait until I unleash my mushrooms on the rangers. Red Ranger. Blue Ranger. Rangers! Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah! And my hair has bounce. 
Huh. Oh, that's it. I mean, they're totally making fun of us. I'm out of here. It's like us watching Blind Justice again. We're just done with it. Oh, yeah, we're just done with it. And Kira's like, you haven't even given it a chance. So he goes to the library, and Ethan's like, he'll be back. He forgot his backpack. All right, so we're back with Bank the Mushroom, giving everybody, well, and by everybody, you basically mean Wacker Wilson, a haircut. Except he doesn't get a haircut. He gets a baseball bat and gives our monster friend a taste of his own medicine. So he escapes, and so do the foot soldiers. And the Rangers thank Wacker Wilson for all of their help. And demorph in front of him? Huh. They demorph in front of him. I didn't know they were so nonchalant about this. But uh, yeah, Wacker's back is really killing him from, you know, saving their butts. So he asks a chiropractor, by the way, the Blue Ranger, the master chiropractor, for help. And Connor returns and gets his backpack. And of course, Ethan and Kira are basically telling him, you know, if you don't watch the show, how are you going to judge the show? Yeah, how can you judge it fairly? Yeah. So, Red and Yellow are watching Blue basically crack Michael Wilson's back and knees, it looks like. Like we said, Master Chiropractor. And apparently puts him to sleep. And apparently... Uh, He's good enough to dance. He says, forget baseball. I want to become a ballroom dance champion. Now I can play baseball again, and I'm going to tell everyone what a great chiropractor you are. Imagine the incredible career you could have. You could be rich. That's it. Hold still. We're almost done. Do you think Kenny's right? That Wacker only plays for the money? I don't know. He seems to really love baseball. Just one last push and we're done. Oh. All better. Are you sure? The magic is all in the wrist. Man, are you crazy? What have you gone and done to my back? Before you speak another word, test your back. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're a genius. Oh, yeah. Forget baseball. I want to become a ballroom dance champion. Man, you're the best. <laughs> you should be all set now. Hey, you saved me. Now I can play baseball again. And I'm going to tell everyone what a great chiropractor you are. Imagine the incredible career mm. you could have. You could be rich. Mm, I don't have time for that. You don't? Nope. I have a more important job. Like what? I'm a Power Ranger. Is there good money in that? It doesn't pay a thing. Huh? Whoa. I don't get it. And Blue is like, I don't have time for that. I've got a more important job. I'm a Power Ranger. And interestingly enough, that line 
basically sums up this scene in general without directly translating it. Yeah, except he's offering him a position as a chiropractor for Japan Pro League. But Yukito is like, I can't. I'm a Power Ranger. I can't forsake my duty. And then, ah! Yeah, apparently old dude wants his autograph. No, ah. old dude wants to give him a haircut. Oh, no. Oh, you sports heroes are so gullible. That's what you get for having such a huge ego. Time to get wiggy with it. And now Cotter's pretty much had enough. To make fun of our sports hero? Where's your pride? I will not sit here and let him get away with this. Don't you think you're overreacting just a little bit? I mean, it's a TV show. Don't you see what this represents? This is what they think of us in Japan. How can you say that? It's one episode of one TV show. And they're basically like, bro, chill down. You can write the TV station, the Congress or the president, whatever. Right now, I just want to see the Rangers help Wacker Wilson learn the error of his ways. So begrudgingly, Connor sits and joins the team. And here comes Wacker Wilson with a bag of money. No, literally. I think he just robbed a bank or something. He's willing to pay American money. Where do you get American money in Japan? Anyway, uh, he says, oh, wait, hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Apparently, he bribed a pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, I see what they did there. Yeah. To lob softballs at him. To literally lob softballs at him so he could get the home run record. Ridiculous. Yeah. So Cincinnati Reds. Post Pete Rose. But yeah, apparently the uh, animation for uh, that is pretty weird. And Blue's like, keep your money. You're worse than I thought. He is adamant that he doesn't want the money. But Wacker Wilson is wearing that wig. And as long as he's wearing the wig, well, he's going to be all about that money. So is anybody else wearing the wig, as evidenced by that sumo wrestler and an animated bird. So while he's trying to get Wacker to knock it off, here comes Kachig again. And instead of a mushroom, he has a whole lot of giant coins. He's literally buried up to his neck in giant coins. And he's going to brag that soon the whole world will be consumed with greed. Red and yellow show up and he's like, what are you doing in a pile of money? Red and yellow were like, did Wacker Wilson have something to do with it? And apparently, no, he didn't. A blue is able to transform and escape the pile of money. Which makes me wonder why they didn't just do that in the first place. Yeah. So, in comes another suited fight scene, the likes of which you would probably be familiar with by now. 
apparently Red wants to hear this guy out about getting paid off to, well, throw him a softball. Nope. He's not going to do that because here comes Black with his Raptor Rider and he's brought a whole lot of piggy bags. Why a whole lot of piggy bags? Because they're going to try and weaken him by getting him to throw all of his money at him. And Connor all of a sudden is really getting into this. And understandably so, because, well, it's starting to get all hot and heavy here. The Rangers' banks are full, and Kachang is still very much active. But Wacker Wilson appears with the bag of money, and Blue gets an idea. Apparently, he'll get over his greed if he thinks about baseball. So he throws the piggy bank at him. And Wacker Wilson whacks it with a baseball bat. And Kaching, knocked senseless by his own greed, is sleeping. He's sleeping. How is he sleeping? I have no idea how he's sleeping, but he's sleeping. Oh, time to wake up. It's also time to uh, finish this. Another fight scene, fight scene, fight scene, black fight scene, red and yellow fight scene, blue fight scene. Okay, we're getting tired of this. Time to trash the cash monster. In comes the Z-Rex blaster, and Connor is still very much excited. And boom goes the dynamite. And Connor is... Yeah, he's just loving it. He is Tom cruising up in this. And that's basically the gist of the show. Connor goes on to write his paper, and everyone else is getting ready for the next episode of Bakuriu Sentai Power Rangers. And this episode pretty much holds the distinction of being the only episode used for more than just more faction footage. Oh? Yeah. And I have a few notes from our friends at Ranger Wiki about what was left out of the episode. Because, remember, we only saw bits and pieces. We didn't see everything because, again, what they do on Power Rangers is take the stuff they can use and integrate it with new sequences and situations. They can't use anything overtly Japanese because it wouldn't make sense in the greater plot. Example. A lot of shots involving Japanese text were placed by textless version. Almost all footage of Kaching in the amphitheater since he had a gun, that was cut out. The entire opening sequence, that was cut out. Several shots of the Black Ranger in the bathroom throwing up was cut out. A Japanese cop dancing in glee about the massive amounts of money due to him holding a pistol was cut out. For obvious reasons. The Rangers eating a bunch of mushrooms was cut out. Again, for obvious reasons. And Wacker Wilson giving Kenny a big kiss on the lips was cut out. 
and as was a big wall of Japanese text. And Kenny daydreaming about, and this is them talking, paying for multiple women to be around him due to both the implication of paid services and skippy clothing. Oh my god. This is a kid's show, by the way. Oh no, Japan has so much different standards than the US. Then there was Michael Wilson about to club Kaching to death with a baseball bat, then not doing so. Monopoly playing due to being filtered to pad out uh, Abba Ranger episode as well for copyright reasons. Although if they were to put Monopoly in the episode, they could totally get away with it now because Hasbro to Lol R1. Oh yeah, and the cop from earlier pulling his gun on a random citizen and mugging them. Because it was brutal and because it also had a gun involved. But mostly a great deal of this episode was cut out due to the fact that it was just way, way, way too silly. Oh yeah, that episode was just insane as it is. Yeah, I mean, we've seen some weird episodes in the Power Rangers universe before, and we've seen some weird episodes since. But this brings absurdity to a whole nother level. So yeah, the best they could do with this episode is just cut it up and turn it into, would you say, more of a parody or more of a tribute to the source material? I'd say a little bit of both. Okay. Mike, I haven't heard from you at all this episode. I have no comment. Well, he's not a big Power Rangers fan, so it's like... I was born like five years too early. Ah. Yeah. Plus, also, you said this is from, like, 2004? Yeah. I would have been almost 30 years old then. I wouldn't have been watching this. I'm sorry. And? and I, like, I, I was like, I'm in my 40s. I still watch Power Rangers. Okay, but, but like I said, when it came over here, 92, 93, I was in college, for heaven's sake. Yeah, he was in so college. So that's why I said I, I'm, I'm a little... It's a little too... Uh, I don't want to say new for me, but... He was aged he, out. That's essentially what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. Thanks for the backup there, Greg. But yeah, a a lot of stuff that was uh, in the original show just wouldn't work on this particular episode. So this is basically making the best of a bad situation. Not even a bad situation. Making the best of a situation. And another thing is, this episode... Yes, it was silly in Japan, but apparently it was really, really, really played up for Yuck Yucks when it was put in the U.S. And they played up every trope of the book that had to do with Power Rangers up to that point. Uh, We're talking continuity errors. We're talking errors in dubbing, which is why I call this the Bad American Dubbing episode. And... The use of the morphing phrase, Dino Thunder Power Up, despite the fact that nobody's heard the Power Rangers actually using it. It was just, to say the very least, odd. But yeah, that's it. I mean, that is basically uh, lost and found in translation defined. Some would say it's a parody, 
of the Super Sentai slash Power Ranger relationship. Some would say it's a tribute to the relationship that still adheres to this day. You could take one half of one, one half of the other, and it would be 100% a thing on TV. But hey, still going. And thanks to Netflix, it has enough episodes to reach the 30-year mark next year. That's good. Yes, it is. Well, we don't have much of the way of Power Rangers on our website. It was a thing on TV.com, but we do have over 240 main episodes and 300 episodes in total of content. We're talking episodes, minisodes, live watches, and of course, we are on the YouTube where if you find this, don't forget to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell to stay up to date on future installments. Now, I know this was a little bit short, a little bit uh, disjointed, but if you stick around until later this week, we promise It'll all be worth it because someone's got a birthday. I wonder who someone's got a birthday. I wonder who and for his money in the bank. He's basically asking the question, what happens when you take three pop idol brothers, put them in a truck with an emu and a bear, and the voice of Optimus Prime, and truck him up to Canada. You'll find out next time, right here on It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening. Please be kind to each other, and we will see you next time. Row! Yeah. 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 Yeah.